This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. To you Thursday night. Maccas run all thanks to Maccas. Big weekend of footy. Big day. Big weekend of footy. Wherever you might be, Cam Luke in the house, all thanks to McDonald's. Phone lines are open, Harcourt's open line. Temper text, of course, as always, for the people working their way through a Thursday evening. The teams are out, the ins and outs, huge. As we start to get into this middle part of the AFL season where it can feel a little bit like a drag at different times in parts of the country. Melbourne, where I am, it gets a little chilly. But it can set yourself up for a big crack at a premiership that is wide open. I'm going to talk about that over the course of the next 90 minutes. Draft lottery. Something took me by surprise yesterday. We have the NBA draft lottery that does their thing in the NBA. And there's a lot of Americanized the game conversations that happen. And I'm an American sports fan, but this was a situation that surprised me yesterday. So I'll talk about the draft lottery and kind of got lost in the major news of the day. But round 16 to 23 was released. Round 16 to 23 was released. So I'm going to give you the top five games you absolutely 100% can not miss. A little bit later on. Five games, round 16 to 23, you can not miss. And it's a couple obvious ones in there, but there's a couple that might make you sit up and take notice. You can get involved anytime you like. As always, the Harcourt's open line is open. I've got prizes to give away. $50 Cabra voucher, the goat of Melbourne Mexican food. Tickets as well for you and three mates to the Gabs Beer Festival on Saturday, May 20th, including a $50 gift card and a Daniel's dozen. That's right. 13 donuts to give away, and all you have to do is jump on the line and have a chat. We'll get very shortly to the major news of the day. It sucks. It absolutely sucks when these things happen and continue to bubble along, and I straight up just want to open the phone lines right now, one 736 736 to North Melbourne fans. Alastair Clarkson puts his hand up, needs to prioritise mental and physical well-being, and I don't think anybody at all would begrudge him of that. It's an ongoing investigation that has a great deal of sensitivity about it, and whilst everyone is hoping that it is able to reach a, a resolution in a somewhat timely manner, the actual time around finding the right results and the right answers and the correct answers is far more important. So it drags on, and I understand that the continual burden on the the men in particular, the two high-profile men, Alastair Clarkson and Chris Fagan, would be extremely high. I'm not here to talk about the rights and wrongs, what's been done right. I'm not here, absolutely. The sensitivities around it is something that I think everybody understands, 
and I'm not here to give or judge either which way. I am here if you want to talk North Melbourne fans, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You've been through the ringer. I'm not talking about just today. It has been a really rough five years. And it can wear on you as a fan. The passionate, the shin bone spirit of which you continually show is one that's been admired and a huge part as to why that North Melbourne Football Club have been very successful at different times. That 90s run was incredible on the back, of course, of, of Wayne Carey and his dominance and our man, David King, who only left moments ago. There was a team that, continually enthralled you and excited you and gave you hope each and every year that you were going to be there on the last Saturday in September. And many a times you were there on a at least the final four, year in, year out. But right now it does kind of seem tedious when you're trying to support your football team, which we all do at different times, and it continually does suck when things just continually seem like you can't take a break. So North Melbourne fans, if you want to have a chat, Phone lines are open, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I'll get to the ins and outs very shortly as well. I, I will obviously uh temper text will be fired up, zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Todd Viney spoke today. There was a million different things that come out of it as he fronted the media and here's a little bit of what he had to say about the uh, announcement of Alistair Clarkson stepping away from the club. Do you have any fear that Clarkson could potentially be lost to him forever? And what a shame that Yeah, I personally don't. Now, certainly that's a possibility, but I, I don't think. I think that uh, he just needs a little bit of time. There's no indication in any of the, in the conversations yesterday that that was the end of Alistair Clarkson. I want to just say how brave that is of, of Alistair to get to that point yesterday. Um, we don't want him to wear a mask. We don't want him to be, um, be in a poor mental state and come into work that we want him to be fit and healthy. Uh, I think it's a really important message to send to our players, our staff and the wider community to make sure that if you're feeling uh, under pressure mentally, that you should speak to people about it. Um, there's been too many people that um, haven't fared well trying to keep it all in-house. So on the back of that, there's been no time frame to talk about when, when he's coming back. It's our firm belief that he will be back this year. Um, but if you ask him and if you ask us, we can't tell you whether that's one week or six weeks. So we'll take that as it comes. The number one priority will be for him to get fit and healthy again. Um, in the meantime, he, um, he will be away. Um, we've told him to burn his phone um, to just to concentrate on getting himself right. Um, Brett Ratton, who has been one of our assistant coaches, will take control of being the senior coach. Um, and our other line coaches will stay in their roles. We're very fortunate that Brett, when asked late last night whether he would step up, without hesitation said he would step up for his mate uh, and for the North Melbourne Footy Club. So we're wrapped to have a coach um, in waiting like Rats to be able to step in and do that for us. Um, it certainly takes a lot of pressure off us as a club to, have no, to know that we've got a, a person of his calibre to help us in this tough period of time. Um, the players, uh, we've spoken to the players today, uh, they've been through a lot in this last four years um, with change of coaches and, um, and the like. They're a resilient group already. Um, this will continue to make them more, so, more resilient, but 
you know, they, they're feeling for their coach. Um, their number one priority is to make sure that they, um, that he knows that they, that he's got their support and that they want him to just get better. One three hundred seven three six seven three six to get involved. Todd Viney speaking today on the back of the news that Alistair Clarkson is going to step away, get himself right, which I think everyone agrees with, and be in a situation that Brett Ratton will be the interim coach and going forward for the foreseeable future of the North Melbourne Football Club. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. The phone lines, as always, are open at SEN. We'll get to draft lottery. We'll get to the five games that you must try and get to, or at least watch. From round 16 to 23, that was released today by the AFL, and we'll touch a little bit on the ins and outs very shortly. But let's get to Heather first. Heather, hello to you. Hi. It's probably hard for people to believe, but because um, I'm a one-eyed Western Bulldog supporter, but I grew up barracking for South Melbourne because my mum was born in Clark Street, South Melbourne. My dad, who would be 104, was a founding member of North Melbourne, and I spent as a child, because little girls weren't allowed to go into the room, I sat at Arden Street and Fogarty Street there outside the room for years when Wally Carter was the coach. And I just love football. And when are people going to wake up? But these are human beings that they're destroying. I'm not a, I don't know the ins and outs of it either, but these gutless keyboard warriors who've destroyed people's lives. I mean, poor Tom Boyd and, and all this booing and everything. Please, they're people. They're, they're, you don't own them. They've got families who, who cry and go through this with them. So please, please, you gutless people, stop persecuting these wonderful people. Heather, thank you for the call. How do you think your football team will go this week, by the way? Well, I'm going to Mars, yeah. <laughs> and I reckon I'll go pretty close. But whatever happens, I'll be there, and that's the main thing. Absolutely. So, go Bulldogs. Absolutely. Thank you, Heather. We'll get to that game very shortly because it is a big one, and there is a big couple of outs for the for the Crows as well. And, and, and Heather, I think, speaks for a lot of people. There are a lot of people that have to deal with certain things that, they don't, they don't cop. They shouldn't have to cop in a situation such, not necessarily with the Alistair Clarkson situation, the way that it's played out. The temper text, of course, is absolutely on fire when it comes to the way that, you know, people might see it and the way that it was handled early doors by, you know, beat the Hawthorne Football Club, the AFL's involvement. But this is a sensitive situation that needs time. And it, it's one that we all want to have a quick resolution for, obvious reasons, but unfortunately we cannot and we shouldn't. We should have the right, correct answer by the end of it. And I'm not saying that Alastair Clarkson and Chris Fagan have had, you know, the, the right side of it. I'm not suggesting that at all. And unfortunately in, in life and in sport and in football clubs and in governing bodies, there are leaks. And that has absolutely complicated this already incredibly sensitive situation even more. And it, makes it even harder to handle when you're hearing stuff come from other areas of both Chris Fagan and Alastair Clarkson have spoken about this. And I think a lot of people would agree. In fact, everyone would agree. Neither sides of this would have wanted this to be played out in some parts in the media. And it makes it tougher. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Anytime you want to get on the phone. I'm, I, Ruse fans, if you want to have a chat, 
Happy to chat. I know it's been a tough, a pretty tough, you know, five or six years. Prelims in 2014 and 15, like, you know, there are there are non-North fans who actually talk about North Melbourne like they're a football club that have been putrid for forever. And that is so incredibly inaccurate and incorrect. You know, they've been a two, they've been a back-to-back prelims in 14 and 15. They were a destination club there for a little while. Jared Waite. Nick Del Santo wanted to get a part of a team that, that had a chance in September and both years won two finals and played in big prelim finals. So 1-300-736-736 to get involved. Let's get to Ross in Forest Hill. Ross, hello to you. Yeah, g'day. Hold on, let me just take your phone off speaker. Thank you, mate. Fire away when you do that. Let's see where we go. As you can see, I've got a bit of competition here. Uh, look, was that lady's name Heather? It was. Yeah, can that her, what she just said should be copied and replayed on every SEN show for the next month. Because I mean, it's, football's not the. I'm cycling. That's why I'm puffing. Sorry. Uh, Impressive. Football's not the only. This is not the only place where this is happening. No. But uh, the, the people who in the old days it was innocent until proven guilty. Now it's innocent until you appear on social media. And that's that's a little bit of, of what happens in all walks of life, Ross. Unfortunately, this involves football and sport. And uh, and the fact is that when there's one little leak or someone talks and then it goes on social media, there are I'm a big social media guy. There are pros and cons to social media. And unfortunately, they can lead to things that people might not even believe about the ramifications that it could set off. But ongoing conversations or whispers or leaks or talks or innuendo or rumor, rumor then leads into something else and it festers itself into something way bigger than it should. And unfortunately, all walks of life has this. We have massive sports fans, Ross, here at SEN. So clearly that when, when it facts are in to sport, that's when we talk more about it. But yeah, there is no doubt that uh, it isn't helped by people, in particular people who don't have names on social media. I I, I'm, I'm all for having to prove your identity to be able to start a social media account. So I think that it helps some of this situation as well. How far are you going, Ross? And where are you going? And how long you got to go? Um, three quarters of the way home. I'm city to uh, Forest Hill. So I'm just on Turok Road in Burwood. You know what, mate? I don't go my holidays that far. So you continue it up, mate. That's impressive. And I love the fact that you're calling me while you're on the, while you're on the bicycle doing your thing, man. Appreciate your call. Well... Thankfully, I've got hands free, so I can keep two hands on the handlebars. Love it. That's the best way to go about it, Ross. Appreciate you calling in. Make sure you uh, get involved again, 1300 736 736. We've got prizes to give away. I've got draft lottery on the agenda. I'm going to talk a little bit about, of course, who I think can win the flag because it's kind of related into Cal Toomey and a really interesting story of which he broke on AFL media in the last couple of days. And when it comes to round 16, to 23 because it was released today five games you can not miss harry jono wait right there a little bit of north melbourne and of course the bombers on the agenda in the next three or four minutes and we'll talk all the ins and outs it is open the harcourt's open line is open one 736 736 on a big thursday a thursday night across sen this is galore ins and outs draft lottery and something that absolutely floored me yesterday We'll get to that shortly. We'll talk about the teams that can and cannot win the flag. And it's related to a Kel Toomey story that he went with on AFL Media about salary cap and maybe using it to give draft picks or receive some. 
And the five games from round 16 to 23, you cannot miss because with so much going on today, the AFL actually did release 16 to 23 as part of the floating fixture and how it all goes. We've got prizes galore. I need you to call 1-300-736-736. The Harcourt's open line is open and Harry's in Asco Vale has done exactly that. Harry, fire away. What do you got? So I'm a long-time North fan and, um, yeah, I've been obviously following Clarko closely since he was appointed and, um, yeah, pretty pretty hard to hear today. Um, but listening to Kane Corns, what he had to say, um, how we'll struggle to keep players um, because we've had four coaches in, in such a short period. Um, how about, you know, he gives us a bit more support like you have done tonight um, and not kick us, you know, while we're down. I think what Kane, I didn't hear all of it. I did read his article on the age today. I think what he was trying to suggest is, you know, the instability at the football club is something that uh, at any football club is sometimes a concern when you're trying to hold on to players. I understand his point of view. It's not the angle I would have taken tonight, but I understand yeah, where no, his and, point of view was. And, and what you said, you know, how, you know, it wasn't that long ago when we made back-to-back prelims. Um, but, you know, he's comparing our situation to... Ashcroft and, and Dacos, they won't be competing for a flag every year of their career. It's, you know, unfortunate that, you know, Wardlaw and Sheasel have have come into this situation. But, um, you know, we, we went for Clarko and, you know, what's happened is, is really unfortunate. Um, yeah, let, let's hope that, you know, there's more people like you that are supporting the club, um, especially in the, in the media and, and in the AFL, um, and, you know, and help us get through this period. I think also that's why you, when they made the changes, and of course, Sonia Hood, who's, you know, doing a wonderful job, the CEO, Jen White, they're trying to change the football club that has struggled in recent years. I don't think there's any way from hiding that, but I also don't think there's any way from hiding that all football clubs have struggled at different times. We, we sit here and we, we, we talk about Melbourne and a premiership in 21 and great last year and all the fact they've been through similar situations where we've been down at the bottom of the ladder. Brisbane Lions are an absolute legit, legit destination club. And they were the wooden spooners in 2017. And now, then we were talking about the conversations about, oh, geez, who's going to go play for Brisbane? You know, everyone's putting their hand up to leave. And now Joe Danaher, uh, Lockie Neal, Josh Dunkley have all gone, I want to go play for the Brisbane Lions. And they're all key parts of why that team is a legitimate chance to win a premiership, not this this year, but in the, the next couple of years. Collingwood, two years ago, horrible year. Bucks puts his hand up and says, I've got as much as I can, which was, by the way, very high standards, including a grand final and a couple of prelims. And then all of a sudden, oh, geez, they're stuffed, Collingwood. What are they going to do? Their salary caps in all sorts. Well, now we talk about them as almost being unbeatable and the premiership favourite. So it goes swings and roundabouts. And I think people sometimes forget around North Melbourne because they do have a smaller fan base. Again, can't really be argued. And the fact is that they've always been linked with you know, the Gold Coast when the AFL were keen for that or Tasmania. And we just kind of forget sometimes if you're not a North Melbourne fan, which I most certainly am not a hardcore North Melbourne fan. It's what goes around in sport. And unfortunately, they've got to get their off-field right and I think they made the key appointments, but it has been derailed a little bit by a situation that they are a bystander in, in the uh, investigation. A quick break. Wherever you might be, wait right there on the line. I'll come to you next.